Hello, so today's podcast we're going to be talking about the partnership between the NSPCC and York St John University Theatre Department. My name is Rachel Conlon, I'm Senior Lecturer and one of the co-directors of the uh, project It's Not Okay and the new project that we're developing with the NSPCC. I'm Jules Dory Richmond, I'm a colleague of Rachel, Senior Lecturer in Theatre and co-director of It's Not Okay. And I'm Helen Westerman, Head of Local Campaigns at the NSPCC. So thanks everyone for joining us today. Um, It's really an opportunity for us to talk further about our working relationship and our partnership work that we've been doing over the last six or seven years. And um, it's really exciting because we're just about to start um, working on a new initiative with the NSPCC. And we just thought it would be a great opportunity to have a podcast to tell everybody about the work that we're doing and to place context really in in the work that we've done before. So um, Helen would you like to start by telling us a little bit about how the partnership came about? Yes so the NSPCC um, works to deliver local safeguarding campaigns on issues that have resonance for children, young people, parents, adults at a local level. And way back when, uh, we came across Rachel and Jules through through colleagues, and um, we were looking at how we could reach young people around the issue of, of sexual abuse and sexual exploitation. And children and young people were really clear with us that they didn't want the normal classroom-type education around these types of issues. It felt embarrassing. They didn't always feel that teachers were the right people to be talking about the subject. Um, And there was a kind of nervousness or embarrassment around the whole concept. Um, Exploitation, sexual exploitation at that time was very big. And we had a number of high-profile cases across the UK. Police forces had it as their priority and and here in York whilst sexual exploitation was a concern um, the local safeguarding children partnership were also concerned about familial child sexual abuse what was happening to children in the home so when we spoke with Rachel and Jules we wanted something that could span really the spectrum of all forms of sexual abuse from stuff that was happening in the home also for that low level um inappropriate behaviour that we were seeing in schools, the sharing of images, um, etc., right through to potential grooming and sexual exploitation of children by adults. So it was that, really, that we came to, to Rachel and Jules with a bucket full of potential things and said, what can you do? And why did you consider theatre as a tool for communicating those messages? Well, we knew um, that you'd done some work in the past around um, online safety and we'd seen some of that and seen the impact that it had had. Um, but also children were firmly steering us away from typical lesson plans. Um, we needed to think of something that would cut through what was already out there and that would give children chance to reflect on something that they saw externally to them but also then could think about how it worked in their in their daily lives did it resonate with them did they see something that they'd seen perhaps with friends or family Um, and theatre we thought provided that opportunity. So Jules obviously you've been a theatre maker and artist for many years what what would you say the is the value of using theatre as a tool for discussing really quite complex issues and really looking at issues around social justice. I think as um, Helen's just said, 
you know, it's it's the immediacy of coming into school and showing a scenario, various scenarios through characters that are likable, that are relatable, that are authentic. Um, and we found that that's exactly what the young people really sort of gravitated to. At the end of the play, um, we did workshops where young people could choose which characters they wanted to look at further. And, you know, you could really see different people gravitating to different characters because of the issues they were bringing up. And they were really passionate about trying to help dig into those um, characters' lives and find solutions or find ways to change the course of that structure. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, our department at the university has always had a real commitment to making work that sits within the city walls of the campus, but also about taking theatre out into the community, out into the streets, out into different performance venues. And um, for our students, we also really wanted to provide an opportunity for them to have that real world learning experience of performing theatre in real community settings to see what the impact and the efficacy was of that work where you you take a performance into a school and as you were saying Jules you know young people respond and connect with those characters and really start interrogating and exploring those complex issues around child sexual abuse child sexual exploitation online safety and um, I think theatre is is really exciting as well. I think a lot of young people don't get the opportunity to go to theatre. Um, they might not be able to afford it or their families might not see that as something that's um, for them. So actually to have that opportunity to see live performance and to really engage in a meaningful way, I think is is hugely beneficial, not only in terms of exploring those issues and, and supporting schools in exploring those quite complex issues, but it gives young people an opportunity to to kind of have a rehearsal for life you know what would I do if I was in that situation or how could I support a friend if that was happening to them and what's the what are the safeguarding uh, possibilities for me within my school who do I go and talk to if I need support but also it was about um, educating the adults in those communities about what to what to look out for how can they support young people if they see something happening that they think actually that doesn't sound okay or doesn't look okay but also for parents you know this is really hard all young people might be on <laughs> online on their phones and how do we look at safeguarding as well so I think there was lots of aims and objectives for the work but I think theatre is a very kind of vibrant exciting tool to use um, and I think, you know, we as theatre makers have really learned a lot by working with the experts at the NSPCC. You know, we, we know we're not experts in child safety. We've, we've become very knowledgeable about that, but we are experts in theatre. So um, it's been a hugely kind of beneficial working relationship for us as individual uh, theatre makers, but also for our department and our university. And it's something that we even you know are still training our students on and those students will become future teachers future theatre makers future decision makers and if they've got that knowledge and understanding around child safety um i think that's 
really beneficial for the community at, at large. So, Helen, how has it benefited your organisation and some of the staff you've been? Uh, well, hugely. With? And I remember being in the first seeing it's not okay for the first time with young people present, and that you know hairs on the back of your neck as the characters came from the back of the room and ran into the hall, and it was disruptive and it was chaotic and. Um, you could see the children excited about this and then very quickly the mood changed. And I think that's what theatre does. It gives you kind of highs and lows and takes you on a bit of a journey in the space of 25 minutes that you couldn't hope to do in a lesson or a series of lessons. So, yeah, I think it was it's given us a new way of reaching audiences that we wouldn't necessarily reach with campaign messaging through social media, through our normal comms channels, through workshops. It's, it's just a different way of bringing a really difficult topic to an audience that potentially we have to be very careful about because some of these children may have experienced abuse in the home, abuse outside of the home. Um, and I think we, you know, we talked to Rachel and Jules about the characters, about the themes that we want to, to bring into the characters and they go away and make some magic happen. And those characters have you know, are built around a set of um, situations or or types of issues. But um, that's where the creative magic happens. And I think that's what's special about this project. And of course, our our collaboration all the way through. So we didn't just go into the schools with the play and you saw it. We made work and you came into the rehearsal room. You told us, yes, that character's working. No, that character's not really (laughs) quite right or... These messages are really clear that it's not okay, but make sure that when you leave the school, the young people know that as well. They know it's not just a question. They know it's not okay. And part of how we work together, having somebody from the NSPCC in the schools with us meant there was a safeguarding presence in school that could help the school pick up on issues when there were disclosures. And, of course, there were disclosures. It worked. It did work and, and children did come forward and talk about the abuse that they were experiencing at home and, and that's very, very powerful. And I think you're right. I mean, it was a, a joint process and we were able to tweak, make suggestions. And I remember having a teacher come along to one of the, the pre-sessions who was concerned about what this would be like for their school or we do, do we really need it in our school and watching it and then saying absolutely. So, um, yeah, bit by bit, we managed to reach all of the schools in York with the It's Not OK resource and then go on to, well, you went on to tour almost nationwide, didn't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we did. We did. And I suppose that nicely leads on to talking about the, um, the online digital resource. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we couldn't tour nationally forevermore. So do you want to tell us, Helen, a little bit about how you managed to make the opportunity of an online digital resource available nationwide for, yes. for young people and families and schools? Yeah, we were getting asked um, on the back of um, the launch in York, then it moving to Sheffield. Um, you then performed at or talked about it at our annual um, House Safe conference and, and people really wanted it. They wanted it for their school or their youth group or etc. And as Rachel said, you know, there's only a finite amount of time that you could be touring. So we found some budget internally to look at making It's Not OK into a, a set of films and... Um, that's worked really well. I mean, I think always the, the live production is the gold standard, but having a set of films and accompanying teaching resources that can be used both in the classroom and outside of the classroom with groups or individuals has been so useful and given the piece a real legacy. Um, 
So it's still used now. It's still referred to by the NSPCC. It's still on our NSPCC learning platform and still gets downloaded and used all the time. And we know, Jules, don't we, from um, people who've worked with young people across the tour and over the last few years that young people are using the It's Not OK um, tagline. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, in York, we're, we're still being told by, by teachers that young people are saying to them it's not okay mm-hmm. as a code for letting them know that they need to speak because something's not right. Which is fantastic, isn't it, that young people are still using that. And actually, I was in a school not long ago in York, and the posters are still up in the corridors, you know, with the images. And I think that's fantastic that schools are not taking them down, feeling that 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 project's just finished. Actually, they're still talking about it and and using that resource. And actually, one of the original actors um, in the It's Not OK tour is now one of the practitioners working with uh, Jules and I on various community projects in the city and in the region and she now trains up uh, teachers on the it's not okay so that's fantastic to kind of empower and to inform uh, teachers to feel confident that they can deliver these these tools these messages for young people and that enables the legacy to continue the work to continue beyond which which is really exciting so and also in terms of what we do with our students Um, using the It's Not OK resource, online resource, we train up our students and then they go into schools as part of their assessments and work with young people and make theatre with them based on the the characters and the scenarios in It's Not OK. So it it continues to be vibrant and um, is part of the conversation in York and part of, I suppose, our commitment to do something that's meaningful and and part of the institute for social justice and this obviously is a podcast that will go out on the institute for social justice uh, webpage but um it, it's really important for our students we're making a commitment at university-wide to look at issues around social justice and how can some of the research that's happening in the university how can that benefit not just only our students but our other partners and our community at large so it's 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 very much part of the mission statement at the university to think about issues of social concern and and really what's the benefit uh, for our community uh, for for rich partnerships like we have with the NSPCC do you think there's a benefit for you in Helen in terms of partnering with a university as well oh yeah I mean it gives us huge credibility that we're partnering with an organization that really knows what it's doing it's, it's got a, a legacy, a track record of working in this um, area. You know, it's not us, at the NSPC, coming up with four characters and trying to write a play. You know, we, we, we don't have that skill set. We are made up of social workers and youth workers, etc., that know the lived experiences of children, but you help shape that into something that's then um, attractive and entertaining, but also hugely thought-provoking for, for audiences. In, in terms of, um, obviously, we, we're coming to the end of this short po- podcast and we're in the second podcast, we'll be looking at the new uh, production that we're t- currently developing. So um, thank you very much for that today. And um, we will speak again on our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.